0: My love, I am so happy and so pleased to announce that this episode is brought to you by my very own company, Savage Chocolates, which is all about cultivating a more loving relationship to your body and to food. You know, we don't really believe in guilty pleasure. We just believe in pleasure done well. Right? Have you ever had that uh, candy bar or a thing of ice cream and you eat it and you're like, wait, I don't, I don't remember eating that. (laughs) Wait, where'd that go? (laughs) Well, that's why I created Savage Chocolates, because I know the importance of pleasure. And I think that we don't slow down enough to actually experience it. And so if you are wanting to eat mindfully, if you are wanting to be reminded of how to actually experience your pleasure, then please go to www.savagelosangeles.com to order your Good. All right, you guys, let's get to it. Sam Skelly, thank you so much for being on the show today. I'm fucking already so jazzed about life. I'm (laughs) so excited to be here. Uh, Can you just like give us a little bit of like a download of who you are, Mm -hmm. which is like obviously the biggest question that we're all trying to figure out, but like what you do and why you yeah. do it and just give us a little little tea.
1: Side note on that if you do the exercise and ask who am i who am i who am i and you strip it down what yes. i get always is like i end with nothing i'm i'm nothingness there's a nothingness there's just like an emptiness you know
0: and the really mind do. is so
1: <laughs> trying to find like the but i but i do this and i'm this and i have this and i do, 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 do you know but when we take it all away it's like we are there's just like an isness like a beingness
0: Everyone, the truth bombs have already begun. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. so real. And we attach to all this stuff because that's what makes us feel safe. Yeah. Right? We're like, we're like, oh, this is this is who I am. Oh, this body? Yeah, yeah. These, this rack totally yes. who I am. Like right. this, you know what I mean? Like the whole thing, it's who I am, but you're right. It's the, the, is-ness, it's the
1: business. Absolutely. So what is this beingness and this isness do on a daily basis? Well, yes. let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you. So I fall, I, I fell hard for breath work 10 years ago when I was recovering from my eating disorder, I was in Bali and I, I discovered it and I was like, wait a second, we can regulate our nervous systems and heal our trauma and anxiety just using our breath. What? Damn. And I was like, and my second thought was like, why does the whole world not know we can do this? We're, we're missing out as a collective. So, yes. ten years later, here we are. Um, Pause Breathwork is my baby, and well, the Pause brand as a whole, and then under the Pause brand, Pause Breathwork is is the main the main shing, and the whole mission of the company is to help humanity regain their power by teaching them that they are their own drug. We are our own drug. We are right. the medicine to our nervous systems. We can heal our bodies through our breath. We don't need to distract and numb out. And it's just, it's just a blessing. So the, we do that through our technology company, our app, our services. We have a breathwork facilitator training, online programs, courses. We do like we do like festivals, um, you know, in person festivals uh, to to bring bring the magic there. It's just it's just so much fun. This you're is what I so do. cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like you're so cool. Um, yeah. I'm serious. You're fucking super cool. That's so powerful. I want to hear more about this. And like disclosure, you guys, I was on her show. And I already heard this story, but like, I really want people to hear about your first breathwork experience because I was like, my mind was popped open.
1: Yeah. So I had an eating disorder from 18 to 23. So I grew up as a child actress and a dancer and I like, I had body image issues from when I was 12, but it never manifested into an eating disorder until I was 18, which is quite strange. Yep. So five years of just body image issues, but I didn't mess with food. So at 18, I started with a cabbage soup diet. One thing led to the other. I was on over 50 diets in less than four years. And Damn. yeah, I had a complete disconnect between mind and body, head and heart. Like I, I was a walking head over, you know, over controlling, over analyzing structured mind, everything was coming from fear. And the interesting thing is, is I knew I was operating under a machine that was keeping me in, in a state of suffering, but I had no idea how to get out of it. And so I did personal development, like a crackhead. I did all the podcasts, all the books, all the things, all the, blah, 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 blah. like I did so yeah. much mindset work and I had no idea about embodiment work. <sighs> So I ended up going to Bali and I was reading the book, Eat, Pray, Love. She went to Bali. She found that medicine man. And I was like, I'm going to go to Bali and find that That's medicine man. Dope. And this was at a time in my life where I really toggled between numbness and anxiety, numbness and anxiety. I didn't, I, there wasn't much else in between. It was just those two narratives. And so yeah. went to Bali, found this medicine man. He did Acupuncture on me, where he just poked me with sticks. And at the end of the session, he was like, Your brain's broken. And I was like, okay. He said, you think too much. You need to meditate. I'm like, I hate meditation. Like I can't stand meditation, like sitting there feeling so uncomfortable. Like I want to escape from my body. Like I hate this.
0: Yeah. Like, like on fire. On fire. fire. Yeah. (laughs) Fire from the inside out. I totally was like, no, it sucks
1: so much. Like I would sit there for 20 minutes and get up. And I'm like, well, I'm now more stressed out. I don't think that, I don't think I did that right. So, so so he told me to meditate and I was like, no. But I went, I was like, maybe meditation is different in Bali. So I went to this meditation uh, studio and there was actually no meditation at the time that I showed up, but there was a breathwork class. And I looked at the community board and I was like, breathwork, like, what, what is, what is that? And I'm like, I'm here, divine timing, let's go. So I walk right. up these stairs, I open the door and there's this man who's dressed all in white and he looks like Jesus. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is strange. And then everyone's lying down with pillows and blankets.
0: And yes. I'm like, this looks
1: like an orgy. What am I doing here? What What, what is
0: breathwork code for? <laughs> Please never stop ever. Thank you, yes. And
1: <laughs> I walk in there and this Jesus guy, he's like, Do, he's like, are you ready to go on the ride of your life? And I was like, this is really turning out to be orgy-esque. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, sure, why not? (laughs) And he said, he was like, you were going to experience feelings in your body that you've never experienced. You were going to go through the whole range of emotion just using your breath. And I was like, bro, I feel anxious and numb and that's it. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm like, all right, let's do it. So I lie down and I start breathing in this very particular pattern. And within moments, my body was just feeling electric. It was feeling alive. It was tingling. I was like, my mind was clear. My heart was open. I I truly did go through the whole range of, of emotions, like everything. And I'm like, Whoa, this is unbelievable. And I was breathing for three hours. It felt like 15 minutes. And I woke Whoa. up from that experience and I was like, what just happened? Why does the whole world not know we can do this? This is madness. So I, went to my Airbnb or it wasn't an Airbnb 10 years ago, but you know what I mean? It was like a home, whatever. And I, and I started Googling on this horrible internet that took like five minutes to load each page. I'm like, what is breathwork? Why is this happening? This is so incredible. And I ended up using breathwork every single day to heal my eating disorder. Because when you're in your body, you can tell the difference between an emotional hunger cue and a physical hunger cue. You know that. There's no, there's no, um, disconnection. You're boom, you're, you're there. Right. And so I healed my eating disorder. I then began te- I I got trained in breathwork. took every certification on the market, started teaching my clients it. And 10 years later, here we are. So it is, it, it is the most incredible healing modality. That's like self, like self, like self healing modality. You know, like I, I'm a big, I, I, I do field, um, that plant medicines are so incredible and such amazing teachers. They're not healing you. You're you still got to do the work, yes. but they give you the maps. Breath work is powerful because it actually helps heal you. There's a, it, it releases the anxiety, the stress, the tension, the, the suppression in your system. And, and, yes. and you, you process it out. You're, you are doing the work and your body is a drug. So, yeah. So here we are.
0: Dude. It's fun.
1: So I'm just sitting here drinking, drinking sparkling water, doing this for
0: a living. Praise the Lord. Um, thank you for sharing that. That was so beautiful. And I, you and I have so many things in common. Mm. Um, just our journeys are really beautifully similar. And so I just yeah. want to say I really see you, mm. and I completely concur that breathwork. Breathwork is was the game changer for me mm. for sure. That distinction of being in your body and feeling the reactivity of like hunger pangs versus like the reactivity of like quick, try to hide that feeling yeah, hunger pangs or, or, or hide that feeling through starvation hunger pangs either way. Um, wow. Thank you for just making that so clear for us. Um, if you guys haven't checked out Sam's Instagram checked out pause. I'll put, of course, all those, all the links in the show notes, but just you have such beautiful tools for us. And I'm, I'm so grateful for that. You talked a little bit about feeling like a walking head, like you were like up here, but not fully embodied. And I know you've been talking a bit online in particular around like the intersection between like our soul Mm -hmm. And then also like our physical body and like how we show up in the world. Can you just talk to us a little bit about how we are spiritual beings having a human experience and how those intersect?
1: Yeah, totally. So I, so oftentimes we are so identified with our humanness that we forget that we're a spiritual being. Yes. So we're so identified with our humanness. And more importantly, we're so identified with the wounded parts of our humanness that have a consciousness level of like three years old, four years old, five years old, right? So we are living in these parts. As we grow up, and our parents you know miss the mark in our development in certain stages which all parents do you know i don't even have kids yet and i know i'm gonna fuck them up right because it's Same like we, we can't be perfect Mm-mm. so so what happens is that creates wounds and ruptures in the body and it develops these little parts of us that are frozen in time and what happens is the external world tends to trigger all of those parts. So we end up living lives in the consciousness of those parts. Now there's a tool that I teach called observation versus identification. When we are identified with those parts of us and we're not in a, you know, we're not observing them. We become them. We view everything through them. You know, when you, um, something happens and you get triggered and all of a sudden you react like right away. And then five minutes later, you're like, Oh God, I can't believe I did that. That's so embarrassing, right? It's like the part took over and because the part is essentially older because it's been there for longer than your evolved self. Yes. It just, it just takes over. And so what happens is, is as, as we evolve, we're just, we're way more identified with our humanness and our wounded parts than we are our soul. Now our soul is the, the energy, the beingness that, that chose to come here. You know, it's like just decided to have this human experience in advance. There was already a soul's curriculum that was laid out. It's like, okay, I'm coming to this world. This is what I'm going to do. This is my gifts. This is my medicine. This is this blah, 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 blah. And then we come into these physical experiences. Well, what tends to happen is misalignment comes when the soul's curriculum and and the human path are misaligned. And that's what creates a lot of the suffering and a lot of the pain, a lot of the agony, you know, it's like, the soul came here to maybe, um, you know, every soul's different. So that soul came here to potentially be a surfer. <laughs> Just making this up. Yep. And you find yourself, like you find yourself, you know, um, working at State Farm Insurance and you hate it. And your soul is dying because it's not doing here. It's not coming here for what it's meant to do, and so there's misalignment. And in the misalignment, there's suffering, there's addiction, there's suppression, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know the story. Yes. So, what's so important for us to acknowledge is like we have a human, we have wounded parts, and we have a soul. And the thing that holds all of that together is universal energy, Christ consciousness, God, whatever word you want to use. That is that is intersecting the entire thing. And then we have mother earth and whatever, whatever. Right. So it's essential for us to have a healthy separation between the humanness and the soul. So the soul and the human can interact with each other. So the soul can interact with the wounded parts because that's the only reason we're going to like, we need to have that dialogue to actually understand what the fuck we're doing here. You know, like I have more conversations with my soul than I do with Eric and I'm with him 24 seven, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, yeah, yeah. Cause it's so important. Good. It's like, that's how I run my business. It's like, my team meetings are hilarious. Like we have this management meeting, um, on Monday mornings, every single Monday. And our, we have our executive team there. And, um, what all I'm doing on that meeting is basically making decisions, do this, do this. And then there's a bunch of questions that I get where I'm like, I need to let this one land. Cause I don't, my human doesn't have the answer. I need to actually ask my soul about this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, that is our guiding force. Like, I don't know where I would be without that like soul dialogue happening. And so we all have this and your soul is existing around you and within you and all around, you know, all around. And it's so important that we are intentional with developing that relationship. In fact, Pixar is brilliant in their new movie called soul. I don't know if you've seen, have you it's seen so that movie? Good. It's yes. so good, right? It's like, so it's, like it's, it's, that is the That is it. It's like they made an incredible. That's an adult movie more than it is a kids movie, right? It's like that's they're so intelligent the way that they did that. But it's like that is exactly it. Like I watched that with one of my friends' kids, and it just went right over his head. He's like, "What?"
0: But I'm like, "Oh, but that's great." Let it go subconscious. I'm like, "Great, let it go subconscious." Yes,
1: totally. Yeah. So yeah, so that that's that's what I'm really jazzed on right now is like extracting the soul from a human body and and knowing that we are we are both and
0: yes. What you were saying about like consulting your soul, like it's that inner attunement before outer attainment, like actually going in and being like, hold on, hold on. Because so many of us, and I want to ask you specifically about this, but I I find so many people are rushing around going, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? What's my purpose? Mm -hmm. And they're looking for everyone else to answer it for them. Mm -hmm. How do we as individuals start to get in contact with our soul? How do we start to get Mm -hmm. just more intimate with our soul?
1: Such a good question. It's so easy. Follow yeah. the desire, right? Follow the yes in the body. So like good. When I am doing soul led activities, I am in direct con- uh, connection with my soul. So when I'm surfing, i'm like oh i'm like my soul's online here like this is what my soul wants to do when i am writing poetry when i'm playing my guitar when i'm going on long walks in nature when i'm doing anything in nature my soul's like yes and so following what feels good and doing the thing that feels good and it seems so basic but it's like absolutely that's where that's the greatest capacity for connecting with our soul we're not going to connect our soul when when we're doing shit that we hate yeah so, the first and foremost is following the thing that feels good and getting yourself in that environment where your system feels so relaxed and just like, like I call them exhale activities. Like, what are your exhale activities? Where you're Ooh, just like, like it. exhale activity feels so good, you know, vacation vibration where you know you're feeling like amazing. So, first of all, we want to get into like that energy. The second thing is just the acknowledgement of the energy of the soul. So, even just visualizing it, okay my soul is, it's a consciousness that lives all around me and within me. Okay. Can I just acknowledge that for a moment? You know,
0: that like gives me body chills actually like to actually acknowledge the soul versus like physical form that like, Whoa, totally right, lit me up.
1: Yeah. It's there. It's like, it's like the physical piece is just a meat suit that is holding the consciousness. So can we acknowledge, take a moment and like really truly acknowledge the consciousness for what it is. And then once we acknowledge the consciousness for what it is, which is this this soul, then we can begin to like ask questions. Like what is, and and it's amazing how our soul speaks to us when we have an intention to hear and to really, really listen.
0: But what's so beautiful about what you do and these intersections is that just like you say, with pause, Mm -hmm. like it actually buys us time. Those pauses actually buy us time to actually get back in touch, turn our awareness toward our desire rather than toward that attainment or that Mm -hmm. attunement first. Mm -hmm. And man, girl, I think you on purpose.
1: (laughs) It's interesting though, because that that is that is such an interesting um, conversation that people have with themselves, like what is my purpose? Am I in my purpose? Like, what am, what am I supposed to do? And it's like, it's like simply just following the things that feel good. Your vibration is your contribution. That's the greatest, that's the greatest com- contribution you can possibly give to the world. It like your vibration. You're on purpose when you're contributing to the world in an aligned way. It doesn't have to be grandiose. You don't have to start like this huge wellness business or you don't yeah. have to do all of these like crazy things. Like there's, there there's, um there's the, 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 the most important moments are in the simplicity, you know, the million dollar moments are just so simple and that's it. And, and as long as we're intentional about that, there's, there's such a, such a deep capacity for, for, for depth. And the other question we want to ask yourself is what do we think finding our purpose is going to give us? Like, let's understand what those needs are. Cause like, maybe you're already there. You're not acknowledging it.
0: Totally. Yeah, and if we're spending so much time wondering what our purpose is, rather than just actually getting back in touch with who we really are, yeah, then that's like that's a full time job. That's such a big use of our energy. Mm. Wow. Wow. So I don't know if you feel cool talking about this, um, but I would love to hear a little bit of your experience with plant medicine because I certainly have my own experiences and I've shared a little bit here on the show. And, um, and so I would love to, cause I, I do find that again, when, when drugs help people, we call it medicine and it is fierce medicine and it is a beautiful wake up call that takes that integration, which of course, breath work and meditation really make possible. Yeah. Um, but just your experience of, of kind of like alarm clocks with totally. plant medicine. Totally.
1: Yeah, well, I think it's important to note that these are teachers you know, so they are, they bring a certain consciousness. So the plant, so if we're talking about ayahuasca, ayahuasca is a plant that holds a consciousness. And when we ingest that consciousness, we embody it and we get to see the world through the consciousness of the plant, not the consciousness of our parts. And so it's important to know that these things are not healing you. They're bringing your awareness to a different viewpoint, a different vantage point, so that if you choose, you can integrate the lessons that they teach. So one of the biggest problems that I, see with people using plant medicine is they um, they have escapism so they keep chasing the medicine they keep taking the medicine like i was talking to this person he's like yeah i've done ayahuasca like 130 times i'm like whoa oh. like i the last time i did ayahuasca was four years ago and it gave me four years of lessons that i integrated and then i i went back and i drank last week in Colombia. And now I'm good probably for another four years, you know, like the amount of information, the amount of downloads that you get is so incredible and it needs to be, you gotta be responsible with it. You know, like I think it's crazy that people just do it so much and have almost like this uh, addiction to it without the integration of, of the lesson. Cause if you keep doing that, then you're just gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, it's, it's just not healthy from a psychological point of view. So Yeah, I think, I think plant, like plant medicines. I mean, ayahuasca just basically downloaded for me. I had, and it's interesting because they don't, it's like, they don't really teach you anything that you don't already know. They just bring your awareness to it. So there's a, there's a wing of pause that we're developing. And it's something that I started four years ago. And then when everything, like everything got so busy with our technology company that I was like, I'm just going to forget about that for a while. And the ayahuasca was like, don't forget about that that's important. Go do it now. And I'm like, okay, got it. Right. So it like it just brings your awareness to the thing. and there was like little things where I'm like, Oh, my intuition already knew that. Like, this is so crazy. This is such a small little thing, but the nail salon that I used to go to, my intuition was always saying to, to me, like the owners of this organization are not good people. Like, stop going here and stop paying for you know paying into this organization like they treat their employees like shit they don't have good business practices like stop going here but I really loved oh. like my my little lady or whatever like that came through in my in my journey of like stop giving your money to this corporation because these wow. people are are nugget. Wow
0: uh, it was just wild. It, does, it doesn't have to be this like big thing but it's so true that when the walls of the ego come down, you can actually like hear things for what they are rather than what we want them to be.
1: Totally totally like the the um it's so interesting how it it just gives you direct access to the truth to what is and it's so interesting i was sort of like evaluating all of the lessons that i was learning from from the medicine and at the end of it it's so simple it's like nurture what is important it all comes back to love it all comes back to you being in, self, in self-consent in self so that you are constantly nourishing and loving your body and your vessel. It all comes back to contribution. It's like simple.
0: And we like to complicate it, don't we? We really Humans do. Humans
1: love to complicate things. We love to take things and spin them and put our own agendas on them. And it just creates more and more and more suffering. Like Like the path of true happiness is like, such simplicity, minimalism, essentialism, like get back down to like what truly matters and just nurture what matters and forget all of the noise. Like I'm renegotiating my relationship to social media right now. Cause it's so fucking noisy. And I'm like, Oh God, I can't, I can't. It's such you know? an energetic exchange too. It's yes. like, yes. I feel yes. slimed. Slimed. Yes. Yeah, and it's crazy because I look at my life and I'm like, some of the greatest things in my life have happened because of social media. My partner, for instance, my clients, like my my clients who are like family, my team members have come from social media. Like, I there's so many good things about it, but it's like, how can I renegotiate my relationship and have way more boundaries around it so that it continue? I continually feel fueled and resourced when I'm using it and not depleted because it's so easy to get into those traps.
0: Oh my God. Anything can be a treat or it can be treatment. Yes. It's, like, it's anything like, cool. Yes. This is a fun, like cute. I'm going to like, go look at something fun on social media or like, Oh, I don't, I'm checking out. I'm yes, out of here. totally. It's so totally. real, and I think the, the beauty of going back to plant medicine for a second is it does tap you into, you know, again, like these concepts are so universal and they're so like obvious. Yeah, right. Like it's like love. Okay, cool, 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 cool. But like right. at, with the with at least for me in my experience, it it allows you to feel it and embody it, mm. and it's yeah. from that place that I find at least for me, that I've been able to really start to tap back into it in the real world using tools like breath work. Yes. Without which I go, what the hell is this feeling? But in that space, being able to be held in that feeling and then take it into the world through these tools that you teach.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Dude
1: is so powerful.
0: Oh my God. It's so good. What are you most excited about right now? Like, what's the thing that you're like, that gets me off. (laughs)
1: This is going to sound so ridiculous. Are you ready for it? Never. I want it. I am so excited about organization.
0: Oh, I'm here for that. Oh I'm totally here for that.
1: I didn't realize yes. how much joy it brought me. Like little things like um, one of our one of our drawers in our kitchen. I have like all of my smoothie stuff in there and it's all in like these random fucking bags. And every single time I have to make a smoothie, I have to like open all the random bags. It's just a mess. So I'm like, I'm gonna get jars and put them in there and put the labels on. So I I was getting like so I was Dude. getting so excited about that. And then so excited about like closet organization. And I'm really on this kick right now of minimalism and essentialism. And that, that has to do with like external things. It has to do with plans. It has to do with work. Like what is truly essential? Cause when I, when I am, when my, when my environment is so potent in chaos and busyness, I'm not connected to my soul, right? It all comes down to that. It's like, how That's can easy. I eliminate? Yes. How can I eliminate the noise and the distraction so that I can just have a clear, clear access to my soul? And so little things like, organization of my kitchen, the removal of any piece of clothing that I don't absolutely love, the removal of anything in my house where when I look at it, it doesn't bring me joy. Like Marie Kondo, this bitch up, you know, like I, I want like <laughs> yes. everything to feel so good. The only thing in my house right now that I have like in excess of is books. And I'm like, I'm not getting rid of this because I, I love just like gifting books, but that's literally the only thing, you know? Damn,
0: girl. That's so intense and, and it feels so, good. so good. It feels but so good. It's so real. Like I was I was talking about this the other day with a girlfriend of mine. I was like, I feel like in order for me to like get back kind of on my path and on my track, I need to like go away and like just create some space and like it's true, mm-hmm. just like clear everything, like clear everything and then kind of reintegrate. It's kind of like doing plant medicine <laughs> where you're like, I need to go away like take this time and then come in, come back in and like reintegrate. Sometimes you need to separate yep. in order to come back together. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And yeah. yeah, it needs to break away to fall back together with more alignment.
0: More alignment every yeah. goddamn day. That's yes. so good. Yes. my God. Yes. Okay, cool. Well, that's, I mean, I I need to get on your level with the organization because my closet is like a poker disaster. Like Dude, I'm going
1: to, I'm going to, I'm going to send you a photo of this book that I got called Beautifully Please. Organized Great. and I, I geek out every day on it. I'm like, what else can I organize? Eric's like, you were throwing away everything. I'm like, I know, shut up. Let's keep going. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. And it feels so good. <laughs> Great. Okay. So speaking of books. Yeah. I want to know, I asked most of my guests this three books that changed your life.
1: Ooh. (sighs) Okay. Ryan holiday. The obstacle is the way
0: I do not know that one.
1: Oh, that is a good one. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Um, I love Ryan holiday. I think he's a great writer. I think I love his philosophies. Um, he's great. And obstacle is the way is this whole ideology of allowing the resistance and the tension of life to really shape you and allow allow yourself to grow from it. And last year was like an, an insanely hard year for me from a business perspective. And just, you're just, an, I mean, 2020, hello, I guess everyone had a hard year, but having an organization of, you know, 50 people and hundreds of clients, it was just a lot of like, Hey Sam, help us. You know, I don't know what's going on. You know, it was just yes. like a lot of that. And, and so obstacle is a way like really helped me use every single point of tension as uh, a, a learning lesson. And so it's been such a game changer in my life. So Obstacle is the Way is an incredible book. Um, the second book is called The Complete Works by, by um, Florence Chauvel-Shin. And I hope I'm saying that name right. That book is all about shifting your energetics around money. So for those people who have scarcity stuff, money issue, yeah, money stuff, like have any sort of like negative relationship with money, that book is such a game changer to help you restructure that and embody abundance, which is super, super, super cool. That's that. The third (laughs) book... Oh my God. That's so weird. That book is literally on my shelf right now. Florence Scovel Shin. I said that right. You nailed it. That was weird. Hi. That
0: was good. Um, I'm so here for that. And I'm really, you know, I'm actually doing a lot of work around money right now mm. um, just because my financial situation has shifted a lot. And actually I find um, in some ways that the more money I make, the more like kind of clingy I get Mm -hmm. and I get kind of graspy Yes, Um, and I totally and it's like it's not even mine like this is so like my (laughs) grandfather's stuff like (laughs) this is so like and who knows who who it was before him I'm sure but like yeah that's great I'm excited to read
1: that yeah and the third one just because I'm on this kick right now is called essentialism (laughs) by Greg McCohen and it just talks about essentialism when it comes to plans, business, finances, material stuff. It's like, how can we eliminate the noise so we can hear more of the voice? And um,
0: I'm just here for that message right now. It's oh my it. God, I'm so here for that message. If you could make like wave a magic wand and instill a belief in everybody something that you think they need Mm. something that you think we as a collective really are needing and yearning to hear and embody what do you think that would be
1: i feel like all problems come down to worthiness Mm. yeah yeah no doubt i think the world has a gaping worthiness wound that if it was soothed and medicated through our own presence and love we would eliminate so much of the bullshit in the world so that would be my wish is that People heal their worthiness wound and just know that they are worthy because at the end of the day, people just want liberation. That's all they want, but they, they, they struggle to seek liberation because they don't believe that they deserve it
0: because
1: their worthiness wound is so big.
0: I so agree. It's like, we do not need to put anyone else down if we feel for fully worthy. We do not need to overwork, overstress, overeat, overdo, overcomplicate if we that feel worthy. Yeah. It's like, it, again, that noise. And then we compensate. We like overcompensate yeah. for shit. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. Wow.
0: Okay. Crazy. Well... I don't know how this happened, but it's already been 40 minutes. It's crazy. Hi. Hi. Hey, 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 hey. Um, So I'm just going to like do a little rapid fire moment and just ask. I love these. I do too. They're really fun. And I I always just kind of like make them up. So let's just love them. Let's just see what comes out. Um, Coffee or tea? Coffee. Me too. Sex or sleep? Sex. Wine or, oh, let me drop my pen. Wine (laughs) or beer? Wine sickening me too. Um, New York or LA? New York. I hate LA. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm no, I'm honestly. I lived in New York for 12 years. I'm kind of like contemplating a move back. I'm kind of with Ooh, you. Yeah. Um, L- LA,
1: LA. Oh, Come to San Diego.
0: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. There's I'm actually doing a big, like where, the, where the, am I going moment? San
1: Diego. That's yeah. a great idea.
0: Great. Sickening. Cool. See you in a little bit. I'll see. I'll be there for dinner. Um, <laughs> Mexican food or Italian food? Mexican food. Sickening. So good. Um, Right now I'm the most grateful for? Raya, one of my friends. Oh my God. I thought you meant the dating app. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Can you imagine? Oh God. I'm like, wait, I thought you had a binder. (laughs) I'm like, that's cool. Totally cool with
1: me swiping. Yeah,
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Raya. We love you, Raya. And then um, pleasure is? Chocolate? Fuck yeah. Did I send you chocolate yet?
1: Unless you send it to my P.O. box, which I haven't checked yet in the last week.
0: I don't think I did. <laughs> okay. I think I need to send you some chocolate okay. pronto. And um, my favorite thing about myself is
1: my humor, my lightness, my joy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's infectious. Like my Aww. smile is like out of control right now. <laughs> um, thank you for being here. I'm really grateful. Dude, this grateful. is so great. I'm so grateful for you. You're so so cool. Again, she's so cool. You guys, please do check out, uh, everything, everything. Sam Skelly, where can we find you? Instagram is the
1: best spot, but you could also go to samanthaskelly.com and pausebreathwork.com.
0: Everybody do it. Everybody do it. Everybody do it. Okay. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Much love. You're so welcome, darling. Alright you guys, thank you so much for carving out the time to listen to this wisdom, to listen to uh, all this goodness. Um, Once again, gentle reminder to please check out SavageLosAngeles.com to learn more about my new company that I'm so proud of. I hope it inspires you to create and cultivate a life that you dig. Um, And also, if you are down and have, you know, oh, I don't know, 10 seconds, then please, please give this podcast a five-star review on iTunes. Super easy. Just give it five stars, maybe say a few kind words. And if you dug it, Please share it with your friends. I would be over the moon with gratitude. Um, All right. You guys are the bee's knees. Much love. Stay savage.